Hey friends, this is episode 22 of Faith Fitness Joy, energy blocks and how they keep you from what you desire. You may have heard and maybe even follow some of the advice and guidance floating around out there around manifestation. Many of us may remember the movie and the book called The Secret, which taught us that all we need to do is ask, believe, and receive. While this is technically true, there's a little more to it, and much of our ability to receive what we desire comes down to our ability to do so. This is where energy blocks come in. If you are unaware of them, they can make it much more difficult to receive, leaving you thinking this manifestation business is rubbish. I have good news, though. It is not rubbish at all. In today's episode, I am going to discuss what energy blocks are, how we create them, and why it's important to learn how to clear them so that we can receive with more ease. So get comfy, grab your journal and a pen, and join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith, Fitness, Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 22 of Faith Fitness Joy. So, have you been trying to manifest more money, a new house, car, or job, perhaps more abundance and love into your life, but nothing seems to be working? I know this all too well. I've spent years trying to manifest my dreams and desires off and on. Through all of this, I've learned it's not as easy as it sounds. While it really does come down to asking, believing, and receiving, the thing is, there are many ways that we inadvertently counter the believing and block the receiving part. Today, I am focusing on the ways energy blocks within us play into this. So today, I'm going to cover what are energy blocks, how do we create them, and methods for releasing them. So over the past year, I've been devouring any and all information I can get my hands on related to manifestation. I've purchased several books, several courses, and coaching packages focused on this. I've used numerous different meditation and mindset shifting techniques. I've sought help from an energy healer, and I have learned how to work with energy and perform energy healing myself. To be clear, every bit of this has been helpful, life-changing even, and it has taught me a ton. That said, one of the more elusive elements or factors influencing manifestation for me has been the things within me energy blocks that I was completely unaware of. For example, to manifest, you have to have a high vibration. You have to raise your vibration, meaning you need to remain in a positive high vibration energy most of the time. Ways that you can do this include practicing gratitude, doing things that are fun, doing things that make you happy, 
identifying and changing limiting beliefs. And in many of my recent Wednesday episodes, I have discussed these things uh, and given some practical ways that you can do them. In my own efforts to manifest, I did all the things yet still struggled to manifest certain desires. I eventually learned a lot of this came down to energetic blocks that were creating constriction and resistance in me. On deep, deep levels, I still didn't believe I could have these things or what I, that I was worthy of having them. In some instances, it was things I was carrying from my parents or grandparents or things that I had moved on from, but which had sort of left an energetic imprint that was affecting my ability to receive. So in order to really understand all of this, we have to first understand what energetic blocks are. So what is an energetic block? Well, an energetic block is essentially negative energy that we store in our body. We don't like to feel, quote, bad feelings like fear, sadness, humiliation, rejection, and so on. So we suppress them as best we can, uh, rather than confront them, uh, allow ourselves to feel them and release them. So before going further into this, we have to back up a bit further and understand energy. Everything is energy. Everything. Every part of our being, everything in the world and everything in the universe is energy. A rock contains energy. It has a frequency. It has a vibration. And that comes We learn that in chemistry and physics, right? We learn in science, in school, that all matter is comprised of atoms and atoms are always moving, right? So there's energy in all matter. There is also energy in thoughts and emotions. There's positive and negative emotions. Positive emotions hold higher vibrations and negative emotions hold lower vibrations. So what happens when we suppress emotions is they get stored in our in both our body and in our subconscious mind. There are all kinds of effects on the body. So even though it makes us maybe feel better at the time to suppress or avoid the emotion, it still has a physiological effect in the body. This does things like lowers our immune system functioning, increases our risk of chronic diseases and mental health conditions. These suppressed emotions also turn into limiting beliefs that end up deep in our subconscious. When it comes to manifesting or even just taking actions towards certain goals that we feel out of reach to us, we are confronted with things like anxiety or fear. We start to make excuses why we can't. We start to feel afraid or maybe uh, self-sabotage. And this is the ego trying to protect us from what feels similar to a past threat, such as a past trauma or hurt. So how do we create energetic blocks from these suppressed emotions? Well, going back to energy, thoughts and feelings are energy. These initially start in our conscious mind. So going back to a specific event, be it traumatic or some other event that didn't feel good when it happened, this is where the conscious experience of the event gets connected to the subconscious and the body. The feeling of the event is what the subconscious takes note of. This felt bad or threatening. So anything that feels similar is a threat. That feeling also makes us or makes its way into the body. Depending on what the feeling is will determine which part of the body it goes into. 
the body has a number of energy centers that are tied to our physical body or our organs um, in a certain part of the body. These energy centers are called chakras. There are components of, these are components of our beings. If you think about your physical body, right, it has an, an anatomy. You have bones, you have a heart, you have muscles and lungs. Um, you have organs in your body that make it function. Your soul is not really that different. It has an anatomy as well. It's just an energetic anatomy. The soul is our energy body. It's what animates you. It, what's, it's what gives you life. And this energy body is comprised of these seven chakras. So when we suppress emotions, when we push them down and avoid feeling them, they get stored in the physical parts of our body that are also connected to these chakras. Each of them has a primary dominant negative emotion associated with it. And so I'm going to give just a quick outline of each of the dominant emotions and the chakra that they're tied to. First is the root chakra, which is at the base of the spine or tailbone. The negative emotion associated with the root chakra is fear. And because your root chakra is all about your stability, survival, and your sense of security, so when you're suppressing fear or you're in a state of fear most of the time, it's affecting that sense of stability and security. Root chakra related energy blocks are usually fear based. We don't do things because we're afraid to fail or because moving in a certain direction or towards a certain thing feels unsafe or threatens our sense of security. Second is the sacral chakra, which is in the pelvis where your reproductive organs are and also like your large intestines and some of the other organs in the lower part of the body. The primary negative emotion tied to the sacral chakra is guilt. So if you are suppressing feelings of guilt or you carry a lot of feelings of guilt that you haven't forgiven yourself for, it can create, um, we, we end up carrying that in the body. And so it can result in you starting to feel guilty for the good things that happen to you or for acknowledging and doing things um, like so if you start to move towards things that you want to acquire, acquire, you might start to feel guilty for that. An example of an energy block in this area could be like downplaying your accomplishments or talents, uh, avoiding success or feeling shameful when you do have success. The third chakra is the solar plexus, which is in the center or upper part of the abdomen. So the primary organs are your digestive system organs like the stomach, small intestines, pancreas, liver, etc. The primary digest the primary negative emotion associated with the solar plexus is shame. So this can create blocks related to unworthiness or low self-esteem. You feel undeserving of the things that you desire. Energy blocks related to this may be not moving forward because you lack confidence. Um, perhaps you, you fear failure. Um, so then you kind of get stuck in inaction. This is also where we find things like procrastination. The fourth chakra is the heart, which is obviously tied to the heart, of course, but also the lungs and circulation. The dominant negative emotion here is grief, which can come from rejection, heartbreak, or deaths of loved ones. Holding on to grief can result in us blocking the heart. You've heard of people putting up a wall around their heart, right? That's what that refers to. You've emotionally closed yourself off. This greatly inhibits your ability to receive because your heart is the center point between 
spirit or God and the physical world. And uh, blocks that can we can find in the heart can be things like self-sabotage. So when you start to get close to something that you really want, um, you don't want to experience the pain or grief of losing it. So you may start to self-sabotage. It's all around kind of the fear of the bottom dropping out or being rejected or being hurt emotionally in some way. The fifth chakra is the throat chakra, which of course is tied to the throat. So this is like your voice box, vocal cords, esophagus, uh, the sinuses, your ears. Um, the primary negative emotion here is dishonesty. So when you've been lied to, deceived, betrayed, uh, when you're suppressing these types of feelings, it leads you to holding back, not communicating, not using your voice. A block here could be trying to stay in the background, not wanting to be noticed or heard, feeling like your voice doesn't matter. The sixth chakra is the third eye. This is right in the middle of your forehead, and the primary negative emotion um, around this is illusion. It's associated with your central nervous system, your face, so again, sinuses, ears, eyes, brain, and the pituitary gland. When we are dealing with emotions related to being disillusioned, it can affect our perception and ability to see and hear things clearly. It can affect visualization and our intuition. It may cause us not to trust ourselves. The block here could be something like indecisiveness because you don't trust yourself. You don't trust your judgment. Last, uh, the seventh chakra is the crown chakra, which is the top of your head, and it's associated with the cerebral cortex, the central nervous system, and your pineal gland. This can affect our spiritual connection and tuning into our higher senses, often uh, thought of as the sixth sense, uh, things like intuition. And a block related to this may look like you're you not trying to connect to your higher senses, uh, maybe telling yourself that you don't even have any, um, and just not... Um, not making that connection in that deeper part of yourself or the spiritual um, or with God. So that gives you a sense of how we store these emotions in our bodies, how we create these limiting beliefs around certain emotions that are tied to past experiences and how they turn into different emotional blocks. Um, so what are some methods for releasing emotional blocks? In my experience, Releasing energetic blocks is a multi-pronged approach. I have covered a lot of the methods that can help in some of these um, areas in other episodes, such as episode 14, Seven Steps for Healing Emotional Triggers. So first is awareness. You have to start to recognize the limiting beliefs, the fears, the feelings that come up for you when you start to progress in a certain direction. So what I have found is like the closer that you get to something that you want, the more these will come up for you. If you're paying attention, you can start to recognize them and begin to do healing work around them. And so that leads me to the second approach, which is doing the inner healing work. Um, so this is healing the emotional triggers as well as other healing work around neutralizing emotions that you may hold. And this tends to come up in the context of relationships with people in your life. Um, Episode 14 goes more in depth on this approach. And um, I also have a growth and healing journal available on Amazon. It's a great tool for this work. I use it for myself. Um, and the link is in the episode notes for today's episode if you want to check that out. The third approach is what I think of as spiritual self-care. So as you exercise and eat well for your physical well-being, there are various daily practices to nurture your spiritual well-being. These include things like meditation, 
Aim for at least three times a day. Five to 15 minutes is all you really need. Um, on the on the tougher days, go for a few minutes every hour. They're like if you're really like having a hard time keeping yourself in higher spirits, um, you want to look at doing this more often to kind of help balance that back out and recenter. Gratitude is another one. Simply focusing on the things that you're thankful for, focusing on what's good, what's going well, and being thankful also for the things that you're trying to manifest and bring into your life as if you already have them. So think of them and speak of them in gratitude as if they are already yours. So using the present tense. Doing things that make you happy and that bring you joy is another great practice. And then last, for affirmations and visualizations for what you want. So last but not least is energy clearing. And there are many books out there that discuss this topic. And I have some practical methods for doing this um, or that have practical methods for doing this for yourself. There's also a number of different modalities for doing this. So you'll, you know, you'll see things like sound healing. You'll see things like Reiki, uh, shamanic healing, um, and a variety of other types of of healing. Um, As I mentioned, this is something that I also offer as a service. I am also currently offering a short healing container that's focused on opening the heart. It's called Amore, and um, it's really going to help with removing energetic blocks around the heart. Um, That's going to help you be able to receive more love, receive more abundance, receive more of what you want. Uh, So you can find out more about that in my Facebook pages, either Faith Fitness Joy or my personal page at Rochelle Weiss. And I've included links in the uh, episode notes for these as well, if you want to check that out. So I hope this has given you a good sense of what energetic blocks are, how we create them, and how you can begin to clear them so that you can attract more of the positive things that you want in your own life. Check out the links in the episode notes. You can find the tools that I mentioned as well as more information on my healing container in there. Again, it's called Amore and it's going to be really powerful. It's going to be really beautiful. You're going to leave feeling the energy of love and bliss, feeling lighter, feeling more open to all the beauty and abundance in the world and in the universe. So I hope you check that out. All right, that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. I hope this has blessed you. Please share your thoughts in the comments. If you find this helpful and want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also find Faith, Fitness, Joy on Facebook and Instagram or check out the website at faithfitnessjoy.com. Thanks so much for listening today, and I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.